Welcome to the Help Club for Moms devotional podcast. We're so glad you're here, and we're praying for you to encounter the wide and long and high and deep love of Jesus Christ every time you listen. It's going to be a great day. Clean Your House by Ray Ellen Sanders. Let us pray. Lord, we come before you so thankful for this time together. Thank you for each mama listening. I pray that as we dive into scripture, that you would give us a hunger, a hunger to know you, to seek you, and to find you. In Jesus' name, amen. John 13, 12 through 14. So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments, and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. My husband and I have been studying our Hebraic roots, and we even hosted Passover this year. I loved learning all about the symbolism of the ceremonial Seder dinner. One of the things that really struck me was the washing of hands and feet during the celebration. We read in John 13, 3 through 17. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and was going back to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and he poured water into a basin. So then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You don't understand what I'm doing, but someday you will. No, Peter protested, you will never, ever wash my feet. Jesus replied, Unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. Simon Peter exclaimed, Then wash my hands and my head as well, Lord, not just my feet. Jesus replied, A person who has bathed all over does not need to wash, except for the feet, to be entirely clean. And you disciples are clean, and not all of you. For Jesus knew who would betray him. That is what he meant when he said, Not all of you are clean. After washing their feet, he put on his robe again and sat down and asked, Do you understand what I'm doing? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, because that's what I am. And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. And I tell you the truth, slaves are no greater than their master, nor is the messenger more important than the one who sends the message. Now that you know these things, God will bless you for doing them. What is so interesting is that the Jews wash to be cleansed of sin in order to partake in their meal. Jesus washed the disciples' feet not only as a ritual, but also as an example of how we're to love one another. We are going to take a deeper look into John 13, but first, 
a little history on Passover. The Lord's Passover is also known as the Day of Preparation for the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is usually seven days preceding the resurrection. And we're going to find in Luke 22.1, the Festival of Unleavened Bread, which is also called Passover, was approaching. At the start of Passover, the first day of unleavened bread, Jewish people remove all the leaven from their homes. This is found in Exodus 12, 15, 19, and 20. For the seven days, the bread you eat must be made without yeast. On the first day of the festival, remove every trace of yeast from your homes. Anyone who eats bread made with yeast during the seven days of the festival will be cut off from the community of Israel. On the first day of the festival and again on the seventh day, all the people must observe an official day for holy assembly. No work of any kind may be done on these days except in the preparation of food. 19 and 20. During those seven days, there must be no trace of yeast in your homes. A search is conducted with a candle to check all the nooks and crannies where leaven might exist. When Peter and John went to make arrangements to secure a place for the Passover meal, they would have removed all the leaven from the upper room. And that would have been in Luke 22, 7 through 13. Now the festival of unleavened bread arrived when the Passover lamb is sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John ahead and said, go and prepare the Passover meal so we can eat it together. Where do you want us to prepare it? They asked him. He replied, as soon as you enter Jerusalem, a man carrying a pitcher of water will meet you. Follow him. At the house he enters, say to the owner, the teacher asks, Where is the guest room where I can eat Passover meal with my disciples? He will take you upstairs to a large room that is already set up. That is where you should prepare our meal. They went off to the city and found everything just as Jesus had said, and they prepared the Passover meal there. Levin's definition is yeast that is added to bread to make it rise. Its action is to ferment or permeate and ultimately modify. In the Bible, it represents sin and it's removed from the house so that one could come before the Lord without sin. Wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, remove the evil of your deeds from my sight. That's Isaiah 116. Purification has always been required before coming into the presence of the Lord. The Old Testament is full of instructions for the priests to ceremoniously wash themselves before entering the inner court, the Holy of Holies, to commune with God. In fact, Moses even had to take off his sandals to be in the Lord's presence. And we find that in Exodus 3, 5. Do not come any closer, the Lord warned. 
take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. As we all know, sin has the capacity to do the same thing in our lives. Left unrepented, it spreads and grows. We too need to clean our houses and come before the Lord with a pure heart. I love this revelation and how it applies to us as Christians. We need to search our hearts during the season and ask the Lord to cleanse us of any unrighteousness as we focus on Christ's sacrificial death, resurrection, and ascension. At the Last Supper, Jesus completes this task prior to the meal by spiritually searching the hearts of his disciples. He finds leaven, and we know who it belongs to, the representation of corruption of sin in Judas. Knowing Judas would betray him, Jesus hands him the piece of bread and commands him to go, purging the leaven from the house and therefore removing the sin from the presence of God. And that is found in John 13, 26 and 27. Jesus responded, It is the one to whom I give the bread I dip in the bowl. And when he had dipped it, he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. When Judas had eaten the bread, Satan entered into him. Then Jesus told him, Hurry and do what you're going to do. As part of the celebration for Passover, participants wash their hands and their feet before eating. This act of preparing symbolizes removing the evil deeds. When you tell your kids to wash their hands before eating dinner, you desire it to keep them from ingesting dirt and getting sick. In the same way, God is telling us to remove sin from our lives. Christ shows us through the example of washing the disciples' feet how to serve one another and how to bear each other's burdens. Jesus tells them, if you don't wash your feet, you have no part of me. In John 13, 8, What he's saying is that you cannot walk with him in ministry and be effective if you don't let him wash you. Let us pray. Thank you, Jesus, for being the example of washing your disciples' feet and teaching us how to serve one another. Lord, as we come into this holy season, we pray, Lord God, that we would inspect our house and that, Lord God, we would repent of any sin in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.